Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelly here, and I hope you're having a great day. So it's not raining. I know you keep hearing me complain about that lately, but it just won't. Summer just won't come. Date night last night. Do you make time for the people in your life, whether it's your partner, your kids, parents, relationships that are important to you? So sometimes Keith and I, even though we are, you know, without the not raising children anymore, I don't know. Time just seems to get away from us. So sometimes I really have to, and we both do, make an effort to say, hey, let's go on a date. Otherwise, you know what, really, we just hang in our backyard with our friends, which that all has a great appeal as well. But last night, and I'm going to laugh at those of you that roll your eyes, last night was a Surrey Board of Trade event at the CFL football game. So that's our Canadian Football League, not the NFL from the States. And for my uh, Brazilian and UK listeners, that is... American football, not soccer, because I know that's all going on on the TV right now, because my husband is, you know, watches it in his man cave daily. All great. Well, it was a board of trade event, and we had a special evening up at the Club Orange at the uh, BC Place. Now, BC Place had a huge renovation years ago, and Keith and I actually, (laughs) this is terrible to admit, had not been there in years. Lovely, by the way, absolutely lovely. And they've got these new suites upstairs that are really more like just like open bars. And it's just so much more comfortable and civilized. It was lovely. So off we went and it was kind of a last minute thing. And he says, let's go. Well, we get there early. We have this event, this little get together, cocktails, you know, talking to the commissioner, which, you know, some of the football players got my picture taken with a bunch of little cuties. Do you know the best thing about being a middle-aged woman? You can pretty much say and get away with anything. I love it. (laughs) You go out right up to a really group of fabulously fit football players, put them in a big headlock and say, take my picture. And no one goes, is she hitting on me? No, nobody's saying that, which is wonderful. So I love being 50-ish. That's fabulous. Anyways, we were coming to the end of our event and coming into the game time and a gentleman walks up. And he's like, you're at my table. (laughs) Well, you know what? Regular season ticket holder. And of course us being us, just join us, because we weren't moving. Keith got there early, got us there early. We scoped these this great seat right at the railing, looking right over the end zone. It was fabulous, and like I say, bars right behind us, and we sky trained down. It was great. So I met this man named Christopher Jones, and here's my plug for him today. We had a great, great time in the game with him. He is a fellow podcaster. Yes, he does a podcast called uh, Let's Talk CFL. So if you are a football person, you might want to go check that out. Everybody kind of seemed to know him there, so I think he's there uh, He's there all the time, and he's been a ticket holder for many, many years. So he's got these other endeavors going on, and we just had a great time. So date night, you know, it didn't matter to me that it was a work-type event. It didn't matter to me at all. It was just a matter of Keith and I going out and spending time together ourselves. You know, there takes an hour to get down there, a good 40 minutes on the SkyTrain where we just get to visit. On the way home, we picked up friends from the, from the game that we both know and visited with them on the way home. And, you know, it was just us time. And it did, I didn't care that it, I'm not the... I enjoy football. It's actually one of the few sports. I was going to say I don't love football. Actually, no, I enjoy football. I actually had my own season tickets to the Seattle Seahawks when Keith and I were first dating. I know, down in the States. And he did as well for many, many years. So I know I'm being kind of anti-patriotic here right now. But c'est la vie. Um, And I have never really seen a lot of uh, Canadian games. I know, again, kind of painting myself with a black brush here. 
but I haven't. But I enjoy football. But it kept throwing me with the uh, the last down and everything because it was like, okay, we got one more time and everyone's running all over the field. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? So that's going to take some getting used to. I am very much used to watching the NFL. Anyways, it was just a great time, even though it was a business event and we were schmoozing. We got chatting with the minister of um uh, transit, right? Yes, not transportation, transit. The commissioner was there. Keith had a little chat with him. He enjoyed that. And it was just great fun. Other business owners got to exchange some business cards. It still didn't detract from the fact that it was our night out. Once the game started, business ended, and it was just fun. We ate bad food, paid way too much for cocktails, and just had a great time. <laughs> so that's really kind of how the evening went date night and now we're coming into the weekend it looks like we might actually have a couple of days of no rain which is great but this little short podcast was just to say had a great evening and are you taking time it is so very important at all stages in your life and we understand the stages one we've lived through them and two because of the varying age gaps of friends that we have in our lives we see the different stages of life. So, you know, the children, the babysitters, you know, not leaving teens alone till two in the morning, all those different things that affect your life. Well, you know what? My life was very focused around different types of outings when I was younger and our life has changed now. Don't wish for for later. I, I will mention this again. I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, so I apologize. I had a girlfriend that when I turned 40, she joked and said, you know what, you've been saying this for a decade. And I said, what? She says, when I turned 40. Because when I turned 40, Ryan, my son, was going to be raised. He, was, he would have been 18, 19, whatever it was. He's pushing 30 now. And she says, it was like, it was like a milestone for you. Like that chop part of your life would be over. And you know what? She had a very valid point, but I also have a bit of regret. I know I encourage you not to live in regret, but I do have a bit of regret about that. Because I look back at my life and saying, was I putting things on hold? I like to think that I wasn't. I think for me, more or less, it was just a matter of that responsibility, that heavy responsibility would be over at 40. My life did revolve around my, my son. That's just, the, I was a single mom. That's just the way it is. And I'm not saying I had no life but for him. In fact, I received the most amazing compliment, I think, my son, remember, my perspective, could have ever given me. He phoned the other day from South Africa, just needed to talk to probably his mom a little bit and his business partner. There was uh, some personal and some business stuff and he just, he needed to chat. And he gave me the most wonderful compliment to say, one of the best things you showed me growing up was that you had a life. Yes, he did not not feel loved and he knew that I was his mom and I took that role very seriously to the point of him hating me for five years in, our t in his teen years, which he readily admits but we have an amazing relationship today. So by me doing my job, I got the end, effect, you know, the end result down the road. And sometimes when I made the comment in a previous podcast about always looking five steps out or five, you know, steps beyond, these are the things why consequences down the road. What's the, what's the end result you're looking for? What's the interaction you're looking for? And if all your decisions are being made within, you know, within the foot of your personal space or, you know, your current knowledge, you're probably going to be missing out. So I made a stand that I was going to be the mom, even though, you know, there were nights of lying in bed with a glass of wine, crying, going, I don't want to be the mummy anymore today, merely anymore, period. But I had made a choice and 
I stuck by that. And I'm so grateful because you know what? His childhood years were a heck of a lot smaller than the rest of our years together as adults. Childhood, fabulous. Teen years, not so much. So that was just the most amazing for me compliment that my son, and he's like, mom, I just, I love you, but I just have to let you know that I'm glad you had a life. And actually that was on my mind the other day. So I'm just going to touch on it quickly because sometimes if I don't talk about these things, then I, they keep me awake at night. And uh, I just want to mention this. You are the example to the people that your children are going to be. Now, I know it's tough. Let me tell you, I have a granddaughter as well. So I know it's tough to let them grow up and let them go. My world revolved around a lot of him because I was the the parenting parent and I was the financial parent and I was the one on site. Had a lot of help from family and friends and had a good life, but I was the ultimate, the buck stopped at me. And I took that very seriously. I wanted him to be a well-rounded individual. He always had to be doing an activity. I dealt with a child that he was diagnosed with ADD or ADHD. I can't remember which one it was when he was much younger due to an abusive relationship, unfortunately, that came out of it. He went to counseling. I never put him on drugs. I found ways of dealing with those things, behavior modification. So I was very active at those points in my life of deciding on how I wanted him to grow up and the example I wanted to be. Okay, so they were conscious decisions. And I guess that's what I want to encourage you today is to make conscious decisions, not unconscious ones. So I had a goal and I made sure that the parent I portrayed and the decisions I made were were always consistent. Was I perfect? No. And I think I mentioned this the other day saying, don't allow your children to think you're perfect because you're not. One, they'll never live up to it. You'll give them an inferiority complex and you need to teach them how to apologize, how to be the person they want to be. So the point I'm trying to make here in my roundabout way is I had someone in my life for a long time that let her children speak very poorly to her. And what that was teaching her children subconsciously was that she didn't value herself. She had no respect for herself, so she let her children speak to her with no respect. Now that's a mother-father thing. If you're allowing this in your home, stop it. Right out of the gate, just stop it. And remember... How you hold yourself is the example your children are watching. So if they're watching you be the person that you don't want them to become, you're behaving in a manner as an employee or a business owner in a manner you don't want them to become. There's nurture in nature, but man, that nurture is a huge part of it. Genetics only take us so far and the rest of it, they're learning at your feet. So be conscious, be the person you want to be. I heard a great piece of advice in my 20s when I was... I've always struggled with my mom. I know you've heard me speak about this many times on podcasts. My mom and I just, we are just, actually the sad part is we're very much alike, which is why we do not get along. And it's really quite sad. We've spent so much of our years just trying to have an amicable relationship. And a lot of that, uh, sorry, and I was in a course and someone said to me once, do not say, again, power of the mind, mindset, do not say, I do not want to be the parents my parents were because I have a sister-in-law that absolutely made that choice and she's so the other direction from my mother-in-law that it's crazy and I'm not sure that's too really healthy either. It's about making a decision of being the parent you want to be, the person you want to be, the business owner you want to be, okay? Because 
if you say I don't want to, you're doing that negative thing and you're going to become that person. You have no idea how many times I opened my mouth and went, oh my gosh, that was my mother speaking. And it gets worse as you get older, let me tell you. But you need to make a decision about the person you want to be. So I didn't want that dysfunction in the relationship with my son. I didn't want that dysfunction in the relationship with my ex-husband. I had watched, I was his second wife. He already had an ex-wife and two small children that were my stepchildren. And he went off to marry again and have another family. I watched the pain that first marriage went through in that breakup. Uh, I came in after. I did not break their marriage up, just to be clear on that. But I watched that, and I just made a decision. That wasn't how it was going to be. So when Jerry and I did break up eventually, I made sure that I had open lines of communication with him, with his family. Ryan saw his grandparents anytime he wanted because I saw no reason for the for the fact that I, we, had, as adults, had made a decision that we had made a mistake, perhaps, or that we couldn't live together, that our son had to live in a war zone. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So you make a choice about how you want to be, not just kind of slithering along and, and saying, I don't want to be that. No, choose what you want to be. And that's all I'm going to natter on about that subject today. I'm going to do a sub, uh, podcast in the next couple of days because it's really been on my mind about abundance, especially in business. And I hope you'll uh, join me for that soon. Other than that, you guys all have a fabulous weekend wherever you are in the world. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.